off a day and uh, good morning. This is Rick Ariola Perez. I want to put out a Sunday, June 5th podcast if you're driving to mass or driving to breakfast and hopefully you'll enjoy the next several minutes. I wanted to talk about nuclear strategy, nuclear weapons strategy and the Mariana's role in America's nuclear strategic uh, deterrence power. And if we recall, remember 50 years ago when or 40 years ago when we'd have beached whales up in Talafofo Ipan area. A lot of that stuff was due to uh, nuclear-powered submarines doing sonar testing and uh, the testing, uh, the sonar testing conducted by the U.S. military was to seek out and look for Russian subs, Soviet subs. So uh, Guam and the Marianas have a long history of uh, cat and mouse with Soviet deterrents and uh, deterring the Soviets using nuclear weapons, nuclear-powered weapons of war, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Guam, during the Cold War, was home to two of the three pillars of America's nuclear triad. Uh, We had nuclear-powered submarines, and we still do on Guam, but the ballistic missile submarines were based in Guam at Sumai. And then we have the B-52 bombers. We had them uh, back in the Cold War where... Uh, they were assigned exclusively the nuclear mission to drop uh, nuclear bombs anywhere in the world. And Guam was the only place on the planet Earth where you had two of the three nuclear triads right there in one small community. People don't really recall that, but that was the case. And today we have uh, the ballistic missile submarines visit Guam. None are home ported permanently there because attack submarines, the Virginia or Los Angeles class submarines are based in Guam, but we still have the nuclear mission capability of B-52s and other bombers and Anderson to uh, load up and then carry out a nuclear mission, a nuclear attack uh, on behalf of the United States anywhere in the world from Guam. Um, But nuclear deterrence, the overall strategy from a larger perspective, it's still not clear to so many millions of Americans. you know, why do we have this nuclear strategy? Well, originally it was intended to prevent uh, going to war against Russia or the Soviet Union. And as we know, the Soviet Union fell apart in the late 1990s. But uh, it's, it's so it's, it's been successful from the standpoint that no nuclear war has ever uh, begun outside of testing in the Marshalls, which is just testing. But we haven't uh, gone to war on a nuclear basis with Russia Ever. So that's a positive thing. Now, nuclear deterrence, though, is very limited. It's very expensive. It's costing the United States a couple of trillion dollars over the next uh, 20 years or so. It's an incredibly expensive endeavor, uh, followed by the F-35 fifth generation stealth fighter program, which is in the hundreds of billions of dollars. But with a nuclear deterrence strategy, uh, nuclear deterrence has failed uh, us in many ways. For example, North Korea has a nuclear ballistic missile test program. China has nuclear weapons. Uh, The Soviets still have nuclear weapons, and we do. Uh, Yet China, for example, is building out and militarizing at least three positions on a long-term basis in the South China Sea. They have bombers that can deliver nuclear weapons. Uh, They and the Russians are in the process of delivering uh, nuclear weapons using nuclear-powered hypersonic vehicles underwater and in the air. Uh, so there's all kinds of platforms being developed. 
and it has failed other regimes uh, from being aggressive. Uh, so it requires it, the, the acknowledgement that nuclear strategy thinking or strategic thinking in the United States is limited and it's very expensive. Uh, it's limited in the sense that China now is and the U.S. are both conducting anti-access area denial strategies against each other that do not necessarily uh, put nuclear weapons up at the, f at the front uh, of the line. Uh, being that both nations have nuclear weapons is still not deterring this massive military arms buildup in throughout Asia Pacific area, and in fact is ex exacerbating the conventional arms buildup that we're seeing now in the air, sea, land, space, cyber realm, informational realm, and terrestrial realm and subterrestrial realm. So when we think about nuclear strategy, uh, we need to remember that Guam and the Marianas. Uh, house nuclear weapons, missiles, um, that can be loaded onto a variety of aircraft, including fighters and bombers. And we need to remember that when it comes to the evolving and changing national security strategy of the United States, nuclear deterrence is still required, but as we all know, it's still very limited in its ability to deter war from taking place. It has, however, deterred nuclear war from taking place. But with the development of Russia and Ukraine and Putin claiming that he'll, he'll threaten to use tactical nuclear weapons, we're even closer to a nuclear war than hopefully we all really acknowledge. And so having said all that, I hope this is food for thought on a Sunday morning, and I hope that everybody has a good Sunday morning. Thank you for listening. Again, this is Rick Ariola Perez. Have a good day. Bye-bye.